I can't claim to be an expert on this subject, but maybe I have a little something to say about it. Lord, the Lord always has a, the Lord always has a, a witness in the earth, people. The Lord always has a witness in the earth. What do you mean by a witness in the earth? A Lord, the Lord always has someone or a people that he reveals his will to, reveals his, his purpose, his direction. There are very few sudden surprises when it comes to the Lord. He doesn't move in dramatic haste. His movements are understood in his spirit. His, his movements are understood in the light of his life. He doesn't move in darkness. It's not like shifting shadows, in other words. When he deals in and with humanity, He provides a witness, someone that can tell the tale, someone that can testify. He always leaves a remnant. He always has a remnant in the earth, people. We want to be that remnant. You always want to be part of the remnant of God. You always want to flow in the remnant of God. See, the witness is within the remnant. The testimony is within the remnant. See, there has to be a testimony. Why? Because these things are written down. But you know that God is, God is a reader. <laughs> you know that God, God likes to read. God is so powerful that he likes to hear the account that his created beings has to say about what he has done with his own hands or allowed to happen within his own will and his own purpose. He likes to hear the witness that people have and the testimony that people have concerning his works in the earth. God has a witness, someone that can stand up in the halls of eternity and speak on his goodness from a physical level, from the realm of the physical. See, the angelic beings can talk of his goodness and praise him, but they do it from their realm and their understanding. When we praise God, we praise God as a living sacrifice unto him. We are the sacrifice. 
Jesus Christ, Jesus died for us. He became our sacrifice and we became sacrificial unto him. I'm a sacrificed human being. You born again believers, you are sacrificed human being. You've already died on the cross in Christ Jesus because he placed you in his bloodline. When you let him into your spirit, when you became born of his spirit, you let him into your bloodline. You allowed him to enter into your bloodline, your bloodstream. Giving you a new history. Understanding your dealings with the one you already have, but giving you a new history. Your history is now in Christ. So if my history is in Christ, my present day is in Christ. If my present day is within Christ, my future lies in him. So you see, he transferred a sacrifice onto me. He transferred a sacrifice onto you. You're more than just a believer. A sacrifice was transferred onto you, into your bloodstream, onto your body. You are the recipient of a sacrifice. Now you are sacrificed. That ain't the end of the story, see? You can be sacrificed and the world will sacrifice you. Sacrifice you to Poverty, sacrifice you to brokenness, sacrifice you to misery, sacrifice you to all sorts of social disorders, inability to love, sacrifice you to demons of lust, prepare you to be placed on the altar of continuous desire for worldly things. When you come to Christ, you're crucified with him. There's crucifixion power in my blood. There's crucifixion power in my temple. Because he told me he wouldn't give me the spirit of the world, but he'd give me his Holy Spirit. That I might live for him. That I might live in him. And that more importantly, he might live in me. And express himself. And move around. And have a temple, have a vessel for his will. To take shape in my mind. See, I'm offering him something. I'm offering my God a usable vessel. 
I'm giving him eyes and ears and hands that can testify of what he's doing and what has happened as he opens up my eyes that I might see his will. I learn his laws, his decrees, his judgments, his attributes, his attitudes. See, I got a lot to learn while I'm living. I got a lot of studying to do. I need to study my Lord so I can know how he thinks, how he talks. I heard a whisper say you can't know God, but you can know his son, Jesus Christ. You can know him. Nobody knows the father, but you can know the son. Thought maybe I should shorten these to make them more. A little bit more palatable to the listening ear. Because we're going on a journey when we talk about the Lord. We just can't stay in one place. Because one door opens up a door to another door that opens up another door to all of his wisdom. That's at our disposal. In our spirit. See, I want to go inside my spirit, man. See, I don't want to go inside my spirit, man, just to know my spirit. I want to go inside my spirit, man, to get to know the Holy Spirit that resides next to my spirit, man, inside of my spirit, man, in a temple. I want to know what that's like. I want to know what my spirit feels like to fellowship with the Holy Spirit right now. I want to perceive that in my thought life and in my body. I want to testify that the Lord is good. That he's merciful. That he's kind. He's loving. And he's a judge. He's a corrector. He's a chastiser. So you can't have the one part of him and not the rest. See, we love the, the beautiful parts of Jesus. But we don't get and we don't speak about that he's a judge. That judges in the earth. Every thought. The more I ponder that, the more I monitor my thought life. He judges every thought, every intent of the human heart. Why? Because he's God. And you won't take his right away from him to be God just because you don't believe in him. There's an accountability coming to all of the world. To all of us. So I want to begin my accountability sermon to the Lord right now. I want to begin to give an account for my actions and regret and show sorrow and remorse and repentance 
true repentance right now. I don't want to stumble and stagger at that day. I want to go in light with a light load because I gave it all away while I was still alive. When I was still young and able to figure it out. Go out to meet the Lord, you gotta travel light, but you got to travel light at the end of the journey. Your load will be lightened. Just make sure there's oil in your lamp. That's all you need is a lamp with oil in it at the end of the journey. Don't worry about looking back on the things you discarded on your way to meet him. Don't worry about that. They'll be collected in a treasure chest for you in heaven. How you overcame being abandoned, that be in a treasure chest for you in heaven. How your mother left you when you was young, that'll be in a treasure chest in heaven. But it'll be diamonds and jewels and emeralds and beauty and and glory and majesty attached to it this time. And you'll look at it and you'll remember it and you'll say, my God came to see about me. You'll look at it and remember it and you'll rejoice in the Lord's power and his mercy. You'll remember it and you'll see it and you will no longer be a scar of shame and disgrace. But it'll be a badge of the honor, the glory of his power in your life. That was your life. Come on now. That's why the Lord says, let him that have ears hear. Hear, man. Hear, hear. Open your ears. Your ears now. Put your fingers in your ears right now. Pop them open. Pop open your ears, woman. Woman of God. Put both fingers, one in one ear and one in the other ear, and pop those ears open right now in the name of Jesus. Pop them open, man. Pop them open, boy. Pop those ears open. Open up your ears. Put your own finger in your ear. Put it in your ear, your own finger in your ear. And pop it. Pop it open. You might witness the living God and be a part of the testimony and part of the remnant. The remnant of God. In our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs>